Hey everyone, it's finally time. The Oscars are almost here. If you know me, then you know I love the Oscars. I'm a part of that dying breed that actually still cares about and still watches the Oscars. Yes, they're self-congratulatory. Yes, they're very clearly biased against some genres. Yes, they're more than a little bit snobby. And yes, they do make every possible wrong decision to try to win back viewers, but they're still a ton of fun. I view them as a sporting event. I love the anticipation, the predictions, seeing the reactions online when the Academy either shocks everyone and gets it right or completely fumbles and messes up. It's so much fun either way. And I spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about superhero stuff and big franchise blockbuster stuff. And I genuinely love to do that. But I also love smaller Oscar movies that less and less people are going to see every year. And this is my main chance to talk about them. There are so many movies that I haven't reviewed that I've watched and that I love that I'll talk about today that I wouldn't have a chance to talk about if not for the Oscars. So I'm happy about that. Needless to say, I'm very excited about this episode. I will be running through most of the categories for this year's Oscars, talking about my thoughts on the nominations, if there was any snubs, my predictions, who I want to win, and what I thought of each movie. Um, However, before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is a little bit different than the others. I've explained how this is meant to be an audio podcast, so there are no visuals to see. Um, This is the exception. I will have my graphics up on YouTube so that you can actually see what I'm talking about and see the color coding, how I organized each of the nominees. I highly recommend you watch this episode on YouTube um, because it's just much easier to follow along when we're both looking at the same thing and referencing the same thing. Um, With all that said, let's jump into it. So first of all, let's talk about the categories that I'll be skipping. Um, I will not be discussing either the animated or live action short film categories because I haven't seen any of the nominees. I will also be skipping the short subject documentary category for the same reason. Uh, For the best original song category, I'll just mention right now that I like all these songs, which you can see on screen. Um, If I had two favorites, they would probably be Be Alive from King Richard and Dos Ogaritas from Encanto. Um, If I had to make a quick prediction... I would guess that either No Time to Die or Dos Ogaritas is going to win um, because of the popularity of Encanto and the popularity of Billie Eilish. Um, there's a part of me that wants to predict to be alive because of the popularity of Beyonce, but that song didn't seem to be nearly as big as the other two, so I'm leaning away from it. So before we get started with all the big categories, let me explain the key. Um, on my slide, which you can see on screen, if a movie is written in orange colored text, that means I've seen it. If it's in black text, I haven't seen it. If it's circled in red, it's my prediction, who I think will win. If it's circled in blue, it's who I want to win. And then a quick note, uh, if a movie name has an asterisk next to it, that means I've reviewed that movie and you can view that full review I made of that movie um, back on in the feed. But uh, let's get started with the writing awards. Um, First of all, let's start with the nominations. We've got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. Um, Those are some pretty good nominees. I don't have any snubs or honorable mentions for this one. I'm pretty happy with that list. So of those, I've seen Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, and Licorice Pizza. The worst person in the world I wanted to see, but I just haven't had the chance yet. Um, Maybe I'll end up seeing it soon. We'll see about that. Of these movies, my favorite in terms of the original screenplay has got to be Belfast. Uh, Don't Look Up, I like the movie, but I don't even think it should be nominated here. King Richard was very good. It was a solid screenplay, but nothing stood out as exceptional to me. Uh, Licorice Pizza was well-written, but the movie, I don't know, the writing doesn't stand out as much. Worst person in the world I can't talk about. Um, But Belfast, it is such a slice-of-life movie. 
um, watching this family and their struggles. And it was just really interesting, really compelling. Um, a lot of their interactions, a lot of what happened, just really sweet and innocent and uh, really well done. And it just struck me as a really well-written movie. And I think it's probably the best movie nominated here. And if I was a voter, I would definitely be voting for Belfast. Um, who I think is going to win, my predicted winner, is also Belfast. I do think that voters are going to be looking at this, and I think Belfast is who they're going to choose for best original screenplay. Going to adapted screenplay, the nominees are Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Um, I've seen all those movies. A lot of these movies were so well written. Drive My Car, the entire movie, is kind of a script showcase. It's about the text. It's about the writing. It's about the dialogue much more than anything else. But I got to say, I think my favorite is probably The Power of the Dog. I did a full review for that where I broke it down. And I thought that movie was a masterpiece. I loved it. It was super interesting and interesting interrogation of masculinity, toxic masculinity, repression, breaking those stereotypes, all sorts of really interesting stuff in there. And it was just so well done. And that twist at the end just blows your mind and completely reframes everything you've seen. And then you go back and you can actually see the seeds laid from the beginning and uh, that's why I think I got to go with Power of the Dog for Best Adapted Screenplay. And my predicted is also Power of the Dog. I think in this awards race, it's always safe to go with Power of the Dog because it seems like that's the main front runner. So I'm going Power of the Dog for my favorite and who I think will win. Uh, also an honorable mention, I think Tony Kushner could have very well been nominated for the West Side Story script because it's not easy to adapt that story into a movie and to change things to make it more relevant, to make it work better. And I think he did a fantastic job. Moving on to the technical awards, we've got the production design. The nominees for this one were Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. I've seen all those movies. Um, I do want to mention that there's quite a few honorable mentions that could have made it in, but names like The French Dispatch and The Last Duel come to mind. Um, those both could have deserved this Oscar. Um, let's talk about my predicted winner and my favorite. Of these, my favorite's got to be Dune. You know how much I love Dune. I thought the massive scale, the huge sets just felt so real. They were felt like they went to another planet and filmed there. It was so inventive, so interesting looking, and really just mind-blowing. That movie is a visual feast. So I definitely want Dune to win. Um, I think Dune is going to win, too. I think most of the voters will agree with me on this one. Moving on from production design to makeup and hairstyling, the nominees are Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, and The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. I've seen all of those except for House of Gucci. Um, that's something I'm planning to see soon. I just haven't gotten the chance yet. Some honorable mentions. I thought The Suicide Squad, Spencer, and The Last Duel all could have been nominated here and all deserve to be nominated here. Um, talking about my predicted winner, I think it's got to be Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's who I want to win too. I would have gone with maybe Dune, but just watching Eyes of Tammy Faye, watching Jessica Chastain's gradual, like her gradual change over the course of the movie, how she just slips from being Jessica Chastain to being completely unrecognizable and she becomes a whole new person. And then the crazy thing is it's so gradual, you don't really notice it until you're at the end of the movie and you rewind to the very beginning just to compare and you realize how drastic the change is and how good it looks and how realistic it looks. And it was just mind blowing. And I think a huge part of that movie and a huge part of Jessica Chastain's performance is the makeup. And if the makeup doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. And uh, I think it, there's no way it doesn't win. And I think it has to win. It was fantastic. Moving on to the costume design, the nominees were Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. 
I have seen all of these except for Cyrano. Some honorable mentions. This one might strike people as weird, but Eternals. Um, I was watching the behind the scenes documentary on Eternals and they spent a lot of time talking about the costume design and the thought, the detail that went into it. And that made me appreciate it a lot more. And then also the Suicide Squad, I thought had phenomenal costume design. Um, so of these nominees, my predicted winner's gotta be West Side Story. I think voters will probably look at this and vote for West Side Story. Although now that I think about it, it might be Cruella too. I'll keep it as West Side Story, but Cruella, so much of the movie was about fashion, but the movie came out such a while ago that people might not remember that and might not be thinking about that. So I'm torn. I think either the winner is going to be either Cruella or West Side Story, but who I want to win has got to be Dune. Um, I thought the costumes in that movie were phenomenal. The Middle Eastern inspired, the still suits, the robes, the elaborate designs. It was crazy. and I thought it looked fantastic. Moving on to the sound design, uh, the nominees were Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Um, some honorable mentions. I think The Tragedy of Macbeth had fantastic sound design, and I would have liked to see that nominated. Um, so my predicted winner has got to be Dune. That was an overwhelming audio experience. You go listen to the sound mix on that movie. It's absolutely mind-blowing from the sounds of the machines to the sandworm to everything in that movie just sounds so unique, so inventive, so different, so cool. I want Dune to win. It's going to win, um, and it deserves to win. Moving on to the original score, um, the nominations were Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and Power of the Dog. I've seen all of those except for Parallel Mothers. Um, one snub I noticed was Spencer. I think Spencer should have been nominated because the score of that movie is really, really well done, and I love that score. Um, who I want to win, it's got to be Dune. Um, that score is already iconic. Uh, Hans Zimmer's loud drums and it's loud and unique. It's crazy. It's different. It's new. It totally works for the movie. It's big. It's bombastic. It's amazing. And I think it's the one that stands out the most. And I think voters will definitely go with Dune. So for that reason, Dune is my predicted winner and who I want to win. Moving on to visual effects. Um, the nominations were Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. I've seen all those movies. This is one of those categories I thought I didn't agree with all the nominations at all. I think Free Guy should be taken out. Even No Way Home should be taken out and replace them with The Suicide Squad looked better. Godzilla vs. Kong looked better. Eternals looked better. There were a lot of different options that could have been put in here instead of what was. But in terms of what was put in here, um, it's got to be Dune again, the predicted and who I want to win. Dune, the blending of practical and visual effects where you can't even tell what's a visual effect. You can't even tell what's CGI. The whole point of a visual effect is to create something that doesn't look like a visual effect, to create something that looks real. And Dune looks completely and utterly real all the way through. There's not one thing that even looks like CGI. It doesn't even feel like visual effects. It doesn't even feel like, oh, that's good CGI. It just feels like that's something they got and they filmed with. It's that good. And I think there's no way Dune doesn't win. Um, so that's that. Moving on to cinematography, the nominees were Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. All of these movies were stunning. My favorite and the one I think will win is probably Dune. Um, I think it was just absolutely beautiful. The sense of scale Greg Frazier, the cinematographer, brought, the thought put behind every single shot. You can pause that movie at any point and just screenshot it and print it out and hang it up on the wall. It looked so good. Um, and in terms of just the visual feel of all these movies, Dune is the one I can think of the quickest. And I just know exactly what it looked like. I remember certain shots. 
and it's just so memorable. And I think um, the cinematography of Dune has to win and will win. Some honorable mentions. I think Belfast was a really stunning movie and deserved to be nominated. I think Shang-Chi had some really great cinematography. But the Marvel movie, I think, had the best cinematography probably ever is Eternals. That movie was absolutely stunning. Um, It was a visual feast for the eyes. And I think that deserves to be nominated, too, because I think that that movie really does hold up to some of these ones in terms of cinematography. Moving on to film editing, the nominees were Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, I've seen all of those. This one's weird because who I want to win is Dune. Film editing is so hard to judge, but the predicted winner I think is Don't Look Up. And that's because Don't Look Up had the most obvious editing. When you think of that movie, you can remember the editing better than you can the rest of them. For me, that's a bad thing. One of my criticisms of Don't Look Up was the editing. I hated it. I don't want it to win. I want Dude to win. But I do think voters are going to try to think back on all these movies. And the only one they're going to actually remember anything specific about the editing is going to be Don't Look Up because of the very quick Adam McKay style. And I think they're going to vote for Don't Look Up. I don't think it deserves it. I don't think the editing was particularly good, but it was definitely the most memorable. And I think that's what voters are going to vote for. So I think Don't Look Up will win the Oscar, but I think Dune should win the Oscar. Talking about directing, the nominees were Paul Thomas Anderson, Kenneth Branagh, Jane Campion, uh, Rasuke Hamaguchi, and Steven Spielberg. I've seen all their movies. Um, This was an interesting one because who should win was snubbed. Denis Villeneuve should have won this category. Here's why. Dune is a director's movie. It's the director executing their vision to the largest extent on the largest scale. Think about this movie. Think about trying to get this movie made. Think about the story, how complex, how layered it is. Think about the depth of the story, how wide it is, how many aspects it covers. Think about that. Think about the ambition. This movie is by far the most ambitious movie of the year, um, the most ambitious nominated one in this category. And think about how well it came together, how well it paid off. All that goes to the director. This is a director who has a vision, who has a plan, executing it on the highest level, at the highest scope. Um, It's insane when you think about it. Think about also the Academy nominated this movie in almost every single category, including Best Picture. So they're recognizing this is one of the best movies of the year. This every aspect of this movie is great but they're deliberately not honoring the man behind it, the man who got this movie made, the man who shepherded this movie, who is behind, responsible for all these categories and bringing them together to create a cohesive story. And the fact that the movie turned out so well, um, it's insane to me. Um, I think this is a director's movie. You put any director in the seat and have them watch this movie, they will be in awe. They recognize how hard it is to get this made, the scope, the scale of it. I don't think most directors would dare go near a project like this because of how ambitious it is. And the fact that it turned out so well is a major accomplishment. One of the biggest directorial feats in a long time. Um, I think he should be nominated in this category and I think he should win. Every single aspect of this movie is phenomenal as the Academy is already honoring. And for some reason, they've decided not to honor the man responsible for that. And uh, it's ridiculous. It's egregious. And it's uh, it's definitely the snub that really upset me when I first saw the nominations, because it's ridiculous. If it was up to me, take Paul Thomas Anderson out of there, take Licorice Pizza out of there and put in Dune and Denis Villeneuve instead. But it's not up to me. And of these options, um, if I had to pick my second choice, um, pick the one that I think will win. I think Jane Campion will win. Who I want to win besides Denis Villeneuve, it's got to be Jane Campion too. I thought The Power of the Dog was a masterpiece. Um, It was amazing. Although I would also be very happy if really any of these people won, except for Paul Thomas Anderson. 
Um, Licorice Pizza was just a step below the rest of the movies on this list, in my opinion. And uh, he's the only one I would be genuinely disappointed in if they won. Moving on from directing to the acting awards, these ones will be interesting, starting with supporting actress. Uh, the nominees were Jesse Buckley, Ariana DeBose, Judy Dench, Kristen Dunst, and, uh, and Anjanu Ellis. This one, we've got some snubs. I think um, as great as Judy Dench was, she should be taken out. Instead, should be either Katriona Balfe from Belfast or Kate Blanchett from Nightmare Alley. I also think Florence Pugh and Black Widow gave a worthy performance, but because it's Black Widow, because it's Marvel, she, there was no way she was ever going to get a nomination. But um, of these options, I'm pretty happy with the nominations, besides the fact that I think Katriona Balfe or Kate Blanchett should be included. Um, I enjoyed all the performances. This one's tough for me. I think the predicted winner, it's going to be Ariana DeBose. She's pretty much a lock. There's no way she doesn't win. And she's who I want to win too. Ariana DeBose was absolutely phenomenal in West Side Story. The standout of that movie, um, really amazing. I'll be so happy if she wins. I'll be so happy when she wins because I don't see any chance of there being an upset. But also like Anjanou Ellis was great. Kirsten Dunst, um, she did a great job. Jesse Buckley would probably be my second choice. I thought she was fantastic in The Lost Daughter. So this is a very competitive category, but I think it's got to go with Ariana DeBose. Um, and I'd be happy with that. Talking about Best Actress, the nominations were Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, and Kristen Stewart. This one's an interesting one because this has been one of the most crazy competitive categories in years. I put Lady Gaga question mark in my notes because I haven't seen House of Gucci, but I saw a lot of outrage that she was snubbed. So I don't know if she deserves to be nominated. Um, I don't know, but I will see House of Gucci and I'll give you my thoughts next time. Um, but some honorable mentions. I think Amelia Jones in Coda was fantastic. I think Alana Haim in Licorice Pizza was fantastic. And I think Frances McDormand in Tragedy of Macbeth was fantastic. And they all gave this level performances. Snubs. We've got some snubs. Um, this category is the one I would change. If it was up to me, I would change it a lot. I would take out Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Um, I haven't seen Penelope Cruz. I haven't seen Parallel Mothers. I've seen the rest. So I would take out Nicole Kidman. I might take out Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. And instead, I would put in Rachel Zegler for West Side Story, who was just absolutely mind-blowingly phenomenal. And just like you were watching a star being born on screen, she was absolutely amazing. And then I would put in Jodie Comer for The Last Duel. The Last Duel was completely underappreciated, underrecognized. And I thought Jodie Comer gave a phenomenal performance in that movie. One of my favorite performances of the year. I'm really doing these same things three times through the three different perspectives, but then each time doing it differently. Um, the nuances, the subtleties, the her facial expressions. Um, I just thought she was absolutely phenomenal in that movie. Um, so if it were up to me, it would be the nominees would be Jessica Chastain, um, Jodie Comer, Penelope Cruz, um, Rachel Zegler and Kristen Stewart. But now of the ones that were nominated. OK, this one's tough for me. The predicted winner, I think it's going to be Jessica Chastain. She's gaining a lot of momentum right now. I think the actors really like her. She's a very popular actress. Um, the Eyes of Tammy Faye was a phenomenal performance. Um, so I think Jessica Chastain will win. But who I want to win is different. Right now, I'm struggling because my two favorite of these performances were, were Kristen Stewart and were Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain, though, it's hard for me to separate the performance from the makeup. The makeup is a part of the performance. But how much does the makeup help the performance? And how much is the performance great? due to the makeup and what is that connection so i'm kind of grappling with that 
but I think Kristen Stewart's got to be my choice. She's who I want to win. From the first minute on screen, she was gone. I wasn't seeing Kristen Stewart. I was seeing Diana. She completely, completely disappeared into the role. I thought she was absolutely phenomenal, and I kind of doubted it. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect because I didn't really think she was a great actress. Then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, God, I was way wrong. She was mind-blowingly good in that movie. Um, Literally, like Jessica Chastain, she disappeared into the role as well, but it took her a little bit. She kind of built up to it, and then she was gone, and it was just Tammy Faye. For Kristen Stewart, from the first minute, there was no Kristen Stewart. It was just Diana, and uh, I thought that was fantastic, and she delivered an amazing performance, um, and I loved that. So I think she should win. Um, Talking about actor in a supporting role, the nominees were, um, I think it's Kieran Hines, Troy Coetzer, Jesse Plemons, J.K. Simmons, and Cody Smith-McPhee. I think Tony Leung from Shang-Chi, he would never be nominated, but he deserves it. He gave that level of a performance. Mike Faced from West Side Story was completely snubbed. I think take out J.K. Simmons, put Mike Faced in there. Um, I think take out, maybe take out Jesse Plemons and put Bradley Cooper too for um, for Licorice Pizza. Bradley Cooper was probably the best part of Licorice Pizza. Um, just really entertaining and hilarious. So that would be my personal category. My predicted winner, it's got to be Troy Coetzer. He's getting a lot of buzz, and I just think he won the SAG Award. I think Troy Coetzer will win for Coda. He's not who I want to win, though. Who I want to win, it's got to be Cody Smith-McPhee. Uh, I thought Cody Smith-McPhee was absolutely phenomenal, gave one of the best performances of the year. And I think when voters are sitting down to vote, they're going to think about Troy Coetzer before they think about Cody Smith-McPhee. But I think if you listen to my uh, – to my review of Power of the Dog, you know how much I loved that movie and how much I love Cody Smith McPhee in it. And I think he deserves that Oscar, even though I don't think he'll win it. Talking about Best Actor, the nominations were Javier Bardem, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. Um, honorable mentions, I think Jude Hill in Belfast was phenomenal. He wasn't going to be nominated, but he gave a fantastic performance. And Bradley Cooper in Nightmare Alley, gave one of his best, probably his career best performance. Um, Any other year he would be nominated and I would want him in there nominated. Uh, But just this year was so competitive that I don't know where he would fit. I might take out Javier Bardem and put Bradley Cooper in there instead because I love Nightmare Alley and I love Bradley Cooper in it. But but that didn't happen. Of these ones, I think the predicted winner is Will Smith. I think it's Will Smith's to lose. Um, I think he'll obviously win. Who I want to win, it's kind of a cop-out, but I circled three names. I want Will Smith to win, of course. He disappeared into Richard Williams. He became somebody else. I thought that was great. Andrew Garfield, though, I thought gave the best performance of the year as Jonathan Larson and Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, I thought he was just absolutely amazing. And then Benedict Cumberbatch in Power of the Dog, again, blew me away, was fantastic. So I'd want either of those three to win, but I think Will Smith will win. Moving on to the Movie and Documentary Awards. We've got international feature film. Um, the nominations were Drive My Car, Flea, The Hand of God, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, The Worst Person in the World. Of those, I've seen Drive My Car and Flea. I think there's no way Drive My Car doesn't win. It will win. Um, it was a phenomenal movie, but if I got to choose, I want Flea to win. Flea blew me away. Flea was a masterpiece. It was emotional. It was stunning. It was compelling. I was on the edge of my seat. I was completely invested. I loved Flea, but it just wasn't watched. I think it was kind of kind of came and went. I don't know that many people that watched it, and it has no buzz. So I can't see Flea winning. Drive My Car will win, but uh, Flea was amazing. And if I were voting, I would vote with Flea. Moving on to documentary, the nominations were Ascension, Attica, 
Flea, Summer of Soul, and Riding with Fire. Um, one snub, The Rescue should have been nominated. The Rescue on Disney Plus is a phenomenal documentary. It's by the same creators as Free Solo, and it's one of the most tense documentaries I've ever seen. But uh, of these nominations, I've seen Flea and Summer of Soul. Um, my predicted winner, it's got to be Summer of Soul. That one seems to be the biggest. The most people saw that one. It has the most buzz. But who I want to win, again, Flea. That was a phenomenal movie. I thought it was a masterpiece. It was so moving, so well done. If I were voting, I would go with Flea, even though I think Summer of Soul will win. Talking about animated feature film, we've got Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines, and Ryan the Last Dragon. I really loved all these movies. Encanto is going to win. It's just too popular right now. It's huge. I think there's no way Encanto doesn't win. Uh, I want Encanto to win because I thought it was a really beautiful exploration of generational trauma. I also want Flea to win just as much. I've talked about it three times in a row. It was a masterpiece. Absolutely amazing. Um, but Encanto will win, and I'll be happy with that. Moving on to the final category, the big one, Best Picture. The nominations were Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Um, some snubs. Honestly, I think Take Out, Don't Look Up, Take Out, Licorice Pizza, The Last Duel, Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, Spencer, any of those movies um, really deserve to be in there because I love them. Um, I've seen all these movies. Um, let's go through each one. Belfast, I loved. It was a beautiful slice of life following this family. I believe they were in Northern Ireland um, when there was that kind of uh, conflict between the Catholics and the Protestants. Just a beautiful, sweet, uh, wholesome movie. And then that message at the end for the ones who left and for the ones who didn't just really brings it all home and just was fantastic. I don't think Belfast will win, but I think it's probably in the top three to win, if that makes sense. I think right now the predicted winner will be Power of the Dog, but the two, the two that I could very well see winning and beating it are Coda and Belfast. Um, and I'd be happy with any of those three winning. Um, so I love Belfast. Coda, Coda, I really liked. It's a great movie about a deaf family and about the child who is the only hearing person of a deaf family, and she wants to sing. Um, it was a really good, feel-good movie. It left you with a smile on your face at the end. Um, I liked Coda, but I just don't think it was nearly as good as anything else. Like, it wasn't one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I don't think it holds up to a lot of these other nominations. Um, but it's just, it has so much buzz right now that I could see it winning. Uh, don't Look Up. I don't think it deserves to be here at all. I would not have nominated Don't Look Up for anything. Uh, I liked it. It's funny. It was entertaining. But it was not an Oscar movie to me, and it doesn't deserve to be here. Drive My Car was such a fascinating movie um, about grief, about loss, about really humans. It's weird to say that, but it's such a broad movie. And it's really about these human conversations and how we connect with each other, how we talk, and how we slowly start to reveal our vulnerabilities. And it's just such a beautiful and interesting movie. Um, so I thought Drive My Car was fantastic. Dune, I loved. I'd be so happy if Dune won. It's not going to win, but I loved it. Uh, just a sci-fi epic. It's kind of a deconstruction and a warning against the classic Messiah narrative. It's such an interesting and complex movie about politics, about religion, about, um, about giant sandworms. It's really crazy and it's tackling so much stuff and I thought it nailed it. I love Dune. King Richard, it's kind of by the books, but I thought it was a really solid, great movie bolstered by a great performance, a really compelling story about Venus and Serena and their father and their struggles to get into tennis. Licorice Pizza, I enjoyed. I don't think it's one of my favorites, 
um, but I liked it. Nightmare Alley, I loved. I love Nightmare Alley, kind of a warning against greed, against ego, um, that twist, the noir aspect. I really, really love Nightmare Alley. It's one of my favorite movies of last year. So that was great. Power of the Dog, absolute masterpiece about masculinity, about toxic masculinity, um, all that stuff was fantastic. I thought Power of the Dog was a masterpiece. And then West Side Story was a masterpiece. Everyone knows the story, but Steven Spielberg just really brought new life into it and made it phenomenal, uh, made it even arguably even better than the original. Um, so I really loved a lot of these movies who I want to win. Um, probably Belfast, Power of the Dog or West Side Story. Who will win? Probably Power of the Dog. But Coda is really coming up on it. And I could see Coda beating Power of the Dog. Right now, I'm still going Power of the Dog but Coda's gaining more and more momentum. Also, Belfast is probably the third place. If Power of the Dog's first, Coda's second, Belfast is third, and then the rest following. Um, that's my guess. So that's pretty much it. Those are my thoughts on the Oscars. Um, my predictions, they're happening Sunday. Um, let me know what you think of all that. Let me know of your predictions. What are your favorite movies of all these? What do you think of all this? Um, with that, I'll be bringing this episode to a close. The Oscars are Sunday, so expect a short reaction episode, um, probably Monday morning, um, where I'll be just giving you my first one to two minute reaction of what my thoughts are, if there was any major snubs, what happened. And then my full breakdown of the results will be the following week. Let me know what you think of all this. Do you agree with the nominations? Do you agree with my predictions? Who do you want to win? What was your favorite movie of the year? Let me know in the comments, the email, the voicemail, or the form. All those links are in the description. And thank you so much for listening and have a good day.